0: (laughs) Welcome back to the Nick Taylor Horror Show. Koro Shahari is an Iranian-American director who just made his directorial feature debut with the horror thriller The Night, from IFC Midnight. The Night focuses on a young couple and their baby girl as they check into a hotel that they suddenly cannot leave until they work out their own inner demons. The Night is currently available on demand, and I caught up with Karoche to talk about his overall career, lessons learned from his first feature, and how he paid the bills as a filmmaker for years by starting his own production company. All this and so much more on today's episode of The Nick Taylor Horror Show. Now, without further ado, here is director of The Night, night karosh ahari karosh good to see you how's it going good to see
1: you too good good thanks for having
0: me of course of course thanks for being here so really really enjoyed the night a lot it uh it was very very terrifying in a number of different ways i always find there's something very creepy about this notion of being stuck someplace particularly like Mm -hmm. with people that you love vivarium did a really good job of that as well but this was extremely extremely eerie it felt like it came from a very authentic, personal place. So I'm curious as to what was the, the origin of the idea for the story?
1: Sure. Um, it started with a um, screenplay competition that my business partner, Alex Britell and I mm-hmm. um, set to uh, get writers from around the world to submit scripts within the guidelines that we had, which was, you know, focusing on psychological thriller with you know, uh, deeper meaning uh, regarding human condition mm. and uh, limited location, limited cast. And um, through that process, we uh, came upon Milad Jarmuz, uh, a talented filmmaker from Iran, and he submitted his script, which we really liked and uh, decided to go with. From there on, uh, Milad and I had a lot of conversation. It was originally based in Iran, set in Iran. Okay. And they were going back home from their friend's uh, party. And uh, that series of events were happening at their own place. Now, um, I wanted to bring it into the U.S., this Iranian couple, um, and in a setting of hotel, which it wasn't uh, necessarily about the location, you know, making hotel horror film, but uh, the hotel itself, uh, as a place that we check in and check out, had significant to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in addition to that, there were some personal experiences um, I personally had um, at the younger age, and uh, uh, Milad as well. And you know we decided to sort of inject that into the um, you know beneath story. So you know you have a um, story on the surface of this couple uh, that I'm going that are going through this night mm-hmm. uh, but then underneath uh, there are a lot more uh, to uh, to pick on uh, to pick up uh, from the movie yeah. which, you know, that was more you know
0: yeah. And I'm, I'm sure you're tired of any sort of a Shining comparison, but <laughs> what were some of the key influences for this movie from a horror perspective?
1: You know, Shining is, um, is a movie that I really uh, enjoyed watching and I'm inspired by. And uh, that psychological aspect of it uh, was uh, quite intriguing to me. Uh, that said uh, and you know it it, we watch a lot of you know movies and we uh, take things from different movies learn from them Uh, but when it came down to night there wasn't necessarily any planning to you know follow certain footsteps of the shining or hotel california or you know this movie that movie Mm -hmm. um it was uh solely to tell the story in a visual way that um we uh We thought this is the right fit and it happened to, you know, sort of uh, overlay with, you know, the shining um, elements and, you know, um, uh, visual aspects of it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like The Shining is the quintessential haunted hotel movie, but yours was completely and utterly different. But just this notion of checking into a hotel you don't know if you'll ever check out and the ghosts of your past start visiting you. You know, uh, it's such a a terrifying concept. And I feel like horror in particular is such a good vehicle for – for explorations of things like grief and regret, because mm-hmm. with the, the metaphorical vehicle of horror, it just can make those things just exactly. sing on camera. Were there yeah. any specific? So, uh, I mean, horror is also a really good vehicle for social commentary as well. Were there any specific kind of symbols or metaphors that you were trying to get across in this movie from a from a social perspective?
1: Um, sure, let me just start with this basic idea of. Um, this movie, uh, from the beginning, uh, and my own perspective, was never necessarily a horror film. Like We didn't set to make a horror film. We uh, wanted to make a psychological thriller. Mm-hmm. And now the horror in it comes from the horror within, like the fear that we have from you know, either secrets that we're uh, keeping from one another or things that uh, scares us within, but we, don't, we try to hide. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we thought about like, what if this this idea comes to the surface and interact with these characters? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you, you know, there are definitely, you know, uh, things like the hotel, as I mentioned, you know, uh, shine, in The Shining, the hotel was a character right. that uh, was, you know, hunted and was going after this family. In this movie, uh, the hotel is, you know, significant of the world that we're living in. And you know it's a temporary place for us. We check in and we go and we you know check out, the same as the world that we're living in. We you know we come into it and how we live. This world is uh, is really the key, um, but there were definitely you know uh, fears that uh, might connect to cultural and you know being an immigrant and you know foreign. Mm-hmm. That plays very subtly. Again, we didn't mean to highlight it, but, you know, for example, the, the automatic fear you have of a police officer right. in in U.S. as a foreigner. There's, you know, there's the native that, you know, has certain interaction and then the foreigners that already feel like, how am I going to be treated without even, like, committing to any crime? Like, am I, you know, already going to be, you know, looked as the guilty or, you um, such. Uh, but there are definitely other elements. There is, um, you know, the tattoo, the homeless man, the, you know, uh, the cat, uh, the one thing that, you know, um, I haven't, you know, I've heard from few people, but, uh, not too many people seem to notice is that once they're in this hotel and, uh, once they're, uh, start going about their night, uh, in the beginning we established that this hotel is in a, is in a busy street mm-hmm. and you know, you hear a siren, you hear, you know, people, uh, as the night goes on, uh, you know, this, if you know this, uh, there's no other life outside of this. Hotel. Right. You never see a car passing. You never see anyone passing. Um, and they're just in there to deal with their own, you know, um, uh, conflicts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are such things that they all are answered in the movie, I promise. And, you know, uh, we had people that watched it, you know, for the second time and the third time they came back, you know, realized something that they didn't catch in the first time. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, we wanted to at the end leave it uh, into our own interpretation because each person can perceive that idea differently and they're all valid.
0: Yeah. I mean, I love the movies that are built for multiple viewings because they're so, when you know the ending, rewatching it, it's so rewarding when there are all these like little Easter eggs along the way, which, and it sounds like that was very intentional on your part, right? I mean, so how did you structure it to be built for multiple viewings?
1: I mean, uh, it's, it's something that, uh, happens when you work within a team, like it's, mm you know, it comes to the production design, it comes to, you know, cinematography, it comes to, you know, ideas that were set on the paper, and then, you know, you execute it into production from sound design, from, you know, um, uh, makeup. Um, But um, Jennifer Dehland, a production designer, um, did a fantastic job um, helping me set those, you know, Uh, hidden elements Mm. in there, you know, with cinematography, we, you know, uh, visualize that and, uh, and, you know, through that, you know, that teamwork, we're able to structure something that uh, has all those hidden elements yet. It's not, you know, uh, it's hidden. It's like under the surface and not necessarily pointing at you, you know, in the face. So you get the chance to actually watch it again and try to find it.
0: That's cool. Yeah, I feel like that world building is uh yes. is so important for movies. And it's it's just it's the difference between like an indelible movie that stays with you and a movie that can still be good, but you see it and you kind of forget about it a little while exactly. later. But it's interesting that you it sounds like you turned to a lot of your your production crew to help you create a deeper, exactly. bigger world with rules and laws and yeah. It feels like it has a lot of sequel potential as well. Yeah. You know, I could see other people <laughs> checking into that hotel and dealing with their demons. Yeah.
1: I mean, if you, yes. I mean, we definitely thought about that, but if, you know, if you take the hotel as, you know, the world that we're living in and, you know, there are people with different stories and different, you know, demons to deal with, you can definitely, you know, look at it for, you know, yeah. Opportunities there, but, you know, a simple example of it, you know, as you were saying, I was just thinking about it. It's in real life. We uh, have a conversation with a friend, Mm -hmm. you know, something is being said at the time, you know, you get certain perspective of it, but then later on, you know, you're driving back home, you're, you know, thinking about that. And I was like, what did he really mean with that? Like, and Mm -hmm. there's like, you know, um, some other uh, meanings behind uh, what's, you know, being said on the surface.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, are your friends really your friends? Do they, all of that paranoia, I think. Yeah. It lends itself really well to horror. (laughs) So what was the process like getting this movie off of the ground? I mean, you'd mentioned that it was a screenplay contest, but. I mean, could you just walk us through how the movie kind of came together, like how you found the producers, how financing came together until like actual production?
1: Sure. Uh, Let me go back a little bit. Um, uh, I, uh, for me, um, I, you know, never thought that I would be a filmmaker. I, you know, uh, came here to the U.S. at the age of 18. And um, one of my passion was um, animation. Mm -hmm. So um, I, you know, uh, decided to do that and follow up with that and uh, went to San Jose State, which is one of the uh, notable schools for animation in the nation. And at that you know, time in the year that uh, I transferred, uh, animation program was uh, full and they wouldn't take new students. So I had to take another major and find a way to animation. So I picked film without knowing about it. Mm. Um, so that summer uh, before I transfer, I made a short film, and uh, that short film, you know, happened to get recognition at the school level festival, and that magic of watching, you know, the film with the audience and how like the joy it gives you and yeah. how people connect with the story that you know you were simply trying to say, uh, made me fall in love with film. From <laughs> there hooked. on. Exactly. From there on, all I wanted to do was just making films. And through that process, I met um, Alex Burtow, another talented filmmaker. And, you know, we just had the great chemistry together. And uh, we started the production company, Mammoth Pictures. Mm -hmm. From there on, we just wanted to make films, wanted to tell stories that matter. Started with short films. And at some point, you know, we were like, this is the time to move on to the future world. And um we could you know uh, send scripts and wait for you know uh, wait to hear from people or you know try to find someone to come produce it or you know just make the move, find a way that you know to make it you know as as economical as possible mm-hmm. and just tell a story. and that's how we um started it we did the screenplay competition. the script was you know compelling enough to go to investors, uh, go to, you know, people who are interested. And then, you know, all of a sudden it started, you know, coming together. and um, And that's how it all happened.
0: Cool. Well, I feel like there's a big lesson there. I mean, you fell in love with film. And obviously, usually the journey from film school is you do what you can to get a PA job and pray Mm -hmm. for it. And then in five years, you just hope that you move your way up the chain. You're probably writing scripts at night. But in your case, you started a production company. And you and Alex, I believe, were working on a number of commercials and commercial projects and stuff for brands as well. Which, I mean, I would imagine that time allowed you to just really hone your filmmaking skills. So, I mean, I feel like the lesson there is just just entrepreneurship where you can flex your filmmaking ability is is uh, r- gives you a real leg up that you don't have to go the the traditional route of like exactly. you know waiting tables and then getting a PA job when you can hoping someday you'll you'll direct it sounds like you guys just really took things into your own hands with your production company is that accurate
1: We tried this yes. you know we you know we have we're very eager to you know move forward and tell stories and you know, maybe, you know, on our end, you know, we're rushing it, but we can you know, these stories are boiling, you know, inside, Yeah. That, you know, we want to, you know, find a way to tell it as soon as possible. So, you know, we just keep pushing, keep pushing until, you know, it happens. Yeah.
0: So you met Alex at the Cannes Film Festival, I believe, right?
1: I did. Yes. Yeah. We both had a short film in the short film corner, uh section of Cannes can and um we met there and you know we started talking to each other then we met back uh, in in LA again and you know started getting to know each other how, how close and similar our um, ideas are and perspective and then from there on you know we started working together you know, yeah, that's to cool. something, and then started you know doing more and more
0: yeah well i feel like and I, this has been a common theme with a lot of directors i've talked to having a partner having a production partner in one way or another or even a writing partner but just having another person to work with on totally ideas and develop with ideas with just really makes a difference exactly yeah
1: exactly. well at the great. end of it is the teamwork like it's you know it's no one person job and you know it's that teamwork and the support that helps you move up
0: yeah yeah of course so what are you uh what are you working on next in terms of your your next next movie
1: we um have recently optioned um a story uh, rights of this physicist um ali Javon, um who infant, invented gas laser um he's a very extraordinary uh, person he came to us with uh, without any English and without having any undergraduate degree. um, And he uh, enrolled into PhD program in Columbia. Mm -hmm. Um, And from there on, he had very, um, he had an amazing story uh, getting through this process without, you know, knowing any English, learning English, trying to, you know, make his way. Um, And, you know, for us, this story is something that, or this uh, figure is someone who not very much celebrated and mm. you know not many people know about it even Iranian within Iranian community so it was important for us to tell this story this is what you know we have right now what we're working on to develop you know do research on and then um on the side we're also like writing uh, more stories in the in the psychological world
0: that's great so you're kind of gonna have you have like a little bit of a foot still in in horror and and uh, <laughs> horror suspense sci-fi not sci-fi I, um thriller. I
1: am Yes. I am, you know, fascinated with the human psychology. And I think, you know, part of that horror and fear comes, you know, from that unknown that, you know, we're afraid of. So that, that element itself interests me. And, you know, that happened to, you know, be horrifying to us.
0: Yeah. So having worked at your company, Mammoth, for as long as you have, you've been on a lot of sets and you've directed a lot, but this was your first feature, right? The night was your first feature. So were there any big key learnings from doing your first feature that you're going to carry into your next feature as a director
1: yes i mean this whole process from the beginning to now is learning experience but the one thing that um we did which they usually recommend first-time filmmakers you know to avoid um is uh shooting at night right shooting with animals and (laughs) babies
0: You (laughs) broke all three rules. You're three for three.
1: (laughs) Yes, in such a short amount of time, on in a location which was operational, and you know you had to work around their time. You know that you had the lobby at certain time times of the night. But you know that I guess challenge it also helped with you know being more creative when you really can't get what you want. You have to find a different way to tell the story. But you know also. In, this, in the first one, you have to be involved with everything. You have to be involved with, you know, producing of it, you know, uh, all aspects of it. And you have to put a lot more, you know, energy towards it, which, you know, on one hand is good. On the other hand, it limits your time and energy that you would put just on directing. Mm. Um, I think one thing that I would take away from this is that, you know, on the next one, um, Whenever it's going to be, um, I do it when I can spend more time on, you know, honing the, the story yeah. more than trying to produce it. Got it.
0: Any tips for working with babies other than <laughs> try to find twins?
1: Just, just um, ask for Universe to help because there's no other <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. You can't direct the baby. It just has to happen. So, so where did you guys shoot? We shot um, at hotel in Normandy in uh, Koreatown.
0: Oh, outside. okay. In Koreatown in Los Angeles. Yes. Okay. And how long was the shoot?
1: The shoot was about, um, I would say, 17 days. Oh, wow. um, on On uh, Yes, at the hotel location. And then we had uh, another five days, uh, two other locations. There was the home and mm-hmm. then, you know, road. And uh, we got some of our stuff on set.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And the performances from your actors were great and they had a lot of chemistry together. The friendship felt very real as did the relationship, as did the trouble in the relationship, you know, the tension. Mm -hmm. So there's like, your cast was very cohesive with each other. So I'm curious, what was your rehearsal process like or your prep process like with the actors? Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: You know, we, uh, one thing to mention is that Nusha Noor, um, the lead uh, female actress, um, came into the project very late, you know, maybe mm-hmm. um, a week or two weeks uh, before production. We had we had um, uh, someone else in mind and uh, she was coming from Iran um, but because of, you know, the Trump uh, travel ban ah. uh, we, you know, after even, you know, wrote the contract, the deal was done. Oh, and, you man. Know, we went to get visa and, you know, that didn't work out. Um, that
0: sucks. I'm sorry, I am really that
1: but, you know, from there, uh, Nusha, uh we got uh, introduced to Nusha, Um and she, this was her first feature. She uh, worked extremely hard uh, to uh, catch up with, you know, everything we've been uh, getting ready for. And uh, one thing that we did that really was really helpful was um, during the rehearsal uh, process, instead of, you know, trying to necessarily follow this script, we tried to create this relationship. So we started mm-hmm. rehearsing the moments these two uh, characters would have before they would come to America, when they were in Iran, you know, wow. the, the, yeah, the good times they had, the you know, the fights that they had, you know, and they started to, you know, getting to know each other. You would actually uh,
0: rehearse these scenes that were not in the movie at all.
1: Yes. Really.
0: That's brilliant.
1: And yeah, and that was, that was, you know, great, great, you know, way to, um, to get these two characters and, you know, make their chemistry strong. Um, you know, uh, you know, do to uh, Shahab Husseini being, you know, theater actors as well, you know, in, you know, in his career, knowing, you know, this, this process really helped with how everything went.
0: That's super smart. So, I know we're running out of time, but um, as when it comes to writing and filmmaking and directing, there's a lot of books on the topic and courses, and most of which are not very worthwhile because they're not Mm -hmm. created by people who have actually done it. But that being said, throughout the course of your career, were there any books that were particularly formidable for you, either as a director or from a career perspective or in any way that you'd recommend for filmmakers?
1: There was one, but you have to forgive me. I can't recollect the name of it. Um, It was filmmaking um, as it has a green uh, cover. Okay. I can't remember the name, but um, maybe I'll uh, email it to you. Okay.
0: (laughs) If you think of that, (laughs) let me know.
1: (laughs) But most of what I've learned uh, because I had such a short um, span of you know, uh, time in, in filmmaking mm-hmm. uh, uh, process is what I've mostly learned was being on set. And, uh, you know, I started, as you said, I started even on, on you know, on film school projects. I started as a, a behind the scene photographer and, mm-hmm. you know, PA. And, you know, all I did, I tried to learn different aspects of filmmaking, how, you know, different directors look at the story, how they try to execute it. And, you know, and, you know, whether it was a good movie or a bad movie, there was always a learning experience because it right. was a bad, you know, movie, then you would learn not to do certain things. Um, but that was my main, you know, and watching films are were more, were my most, you know, important teachers.
0: Yeah. I feel like a lot of people forget that film made like directing is mm-hmm. such a somatic Skill, in other words, you have to actually do it to get hands on right. to really learn these things. I mean, the books exactly. are super important. Don't get me wrong, but actually exactly. paing, you know, and being on set and doing all of this stuff is is super duper important. Super important, yes. Definitely. Cool. Well, Karish is real pleasure and huge congratulations on the night. Uh, any parting advice for those aspiring filmmakers out there?
1: Um, I would say um, if you. Have the spoiling story and this idea that you want to do. Uh, no matter what the obstacles are, just go ahead and do it and do the best way you can. Don't, you know, hold back. And then the other parts will come together to help you make it.
0: Great, great. Perfect place to end. Karosh, thank you again.
1: Thank, you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.
0: All right, here are some key takeaways from this conversation with Karoshi Ahari. Number one, turn to your production crew to deepen your story. As a director, there are only so many things you can give your focus to on a daily basis on set. So you need to have a crew you can rely on. Not only rely on for technical elements, but for creative decisions as well. You want the kind of crew who can take your vision to an entirely new level by adding depth to what you've already created. In the case of the night, there are a lot of small details throughout the film that deepen the movie's mythology and overall world-building strength. These details primarily came from Karosh's set designers and production designers, who integrated details from his story into their work, which deepened the movie substantially by making its mythos more effective. This is exactly what you want as a director, and another reason why directors should always be open to deep collaborations as opposed to fundamentalist auteurism. Number two, proceed through entrepreneurship. As we all know, becoming a director can be a difficult road. But to increase your chances, consider starting a production company that makes commercial projects. This can not only pay the bills really well, but can provide critical production experience on low-pressure sets that can help you hone your directorial ability. If you can't start a company like this, then consider joining one. David Fincher, Michael Cimino, Ridley Scott, and Tony Scott all got their start with commercials. You can too. It's the kind of day job that pays the wages and gives you skills that will help you as a director. Number three, rehearse backstory. Rehearsal is a critically important element of getting the scenes right, but what not a lot of directors discuss is exercises for establishing things like camaraderie and chemistry between characters. To get his primary actors to be believable on camera as a couple who had a tumultuous past, Karoche had the actors rehearse their characters' backstory by acting out memories, dinners, arguments, and other elements that never made it into the actual script. This is is a brilliant rehearsal technique because it not only establishes chemistry and believability between characters it establishes history anyway guys thank you as always for listening if you enjoyed this episode why not share it with your friends and family on social media don't forget to follow the show on instagram at i'm nick taylor that's i am nick taylor and on twitter at the same handle thanks again for listening to the nick taylor horror show